This is the Other People Podcast with Paula Hathaway and Ray Reed. Word up. I think that's working. Woo! I feel like we're people now. We're people. Other people? Other people. Ah, jinx. So, this you're supposed to be interviewing me this hey, time. Hey, I'm just wondering if you're ready. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm just look, seeing if you're ready. I see audio. I hear audio. I see video. You see a little red thing? It's a camera record button. One, camera two, camera three. Camera one, camera two. Last week we did the only Paula podcast. Now it's the only Ray. So, mm-hmm. Ray Reem. Yes. Ramon. <laughs> I can't even Ramon. Ramon. Ramon Reem. Yeah. That's doesn't beautiful. Even, it doesn't roll actually at all. <laughs> even uh, the rolling, because like the last name doesn't warrant a, uh, mm. what is it called? A trill? Yeah, a trill. <laughs> I was going to say Mexican. Wow. I mean, you're Mexican Mexican too, aren't you? Uh, I have a little bit of Spanish. Okay. Spanish. I'm not actually, no. So I'm like Spanish and Indian and Mexican and like, but predominantly like super pasty white. Oh, I see. I thought you were Mexican. I thought you had like a. I do. It's like 16% if we're being honest. Okay. Well, that's, you know. I think maybe it's less than that. 23andMe like keeps changing. it's changed mine too how how colorful i am right i'm very white though yeah and it's it's sad except for all this shit you got drawn on you right that was last week we're not talking about that right we're not talking about me anyways ray ream yes father yeah 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 okay son yes yeah holy Um, ghost (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) okay um not where i was going um son mm-hmm. son of a bitch no no the courteous bandit the courteous bandit yes <laughs> i am the son of the courteous bandit right this is true. and we will get into that later yeah um husband mm-hmm. tech nerd yes uh band member I, I am a band member, yeah. Not a musician, but member of band. Yeah. I mean, you're a musician too. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, let's see here. Lazy. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. I did, like just all around like annoying weirdo that yes. talks a lot. And mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah. That's it. That's so tell me, well, let's, first of all, let's cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers to the other people cheers podcast to other people. and to Raymond Rim. Cheers to <laughs> let's, um, let's begin at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Um, I don't. Let's talk about Sweet Baby Ray. Sweet Baby Ray. I am one of five children. Five? Yes. My mom didn't have a TV in her bedroom. And so mm-hmm. there was five of us. Mm-hmm. We were poor. We couldn't afford that many right. TVs. So right. she just had kids. Just and that's kids. What happened. Maybe one TV. Yeah. In the living room. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, raised by my mom, mm-hmm. uh, Anita, and uh, she was pretty much mom and dad. I mean, I had step stepfathers, uh, 
for most of my life, but like on and off and they were kind of like, they knew mom was in charge, so they didn't really step in and, and dad too much. Uh, they stepped out a lot. That was pretty, That's good. Yeah. That's not but good. Yeah. I was pretty much just raised by my mom and my sisters and excuse the uh, beer burp. Yes. Do you have four sisters then? Um, I have three sisters, three sisters and one brother. Oh, okay. Yes. And technically like step siblings too. Right. So at one point, I would say there's like seven in the family. But so big. I think right. technically I'm a middle child if we like really dig into it, but Dang. I don't know. I'm just realizing I never said anything about like huh. my poor brother. Your poor brother, Sorry. your family? Sorry, Jeremy. Wait, who's your family? <laughs> no, let's do it. I just found out you had a sister today and we have the same birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yesterday. Brandy. Uh, yeah. She's, Brandy. She's yeah. a fine girl. She's a fine girl. And uh, yeah, April 3rd. Right on. Hell it's the yeah. best birthday in the world. Uh-huh. And besides mine. Yeah. And then my brother's is April 21st. Oh, really? Yes. Is that still an Aries? No, it's a Taurus. Piece of shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it matters. Um, I don't believe in it. But. I know. It's it's for fun. Um, yeah. And then uh, I have uh, three stepbrothers. Wow. But I didn't get to grow up with um, any of my step-siblings. Yeah, we all, we had, it was like, mom had to work a lot, so my mom, um, rest her soul. She's not dead, she just needs to rest her soul. <laughs> just rest. Uh, she, Anita uh, rest. <laughs> Anita, yeah, Anita rest. <laughs> Actually, think about that for a second, guys, her name is Anita Reem for a good oh, portion of my life. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, but Anita worked, like, a million jobs, so I, if, if we're figuring out where anyone in my family got their work ethic from uh is probably her and it's She's just hustle just hustle mm -hmm. hustle hustle mm -hmm. and she like um as long as i can remember she so she was a bartender at night um at the red rooster yeah and uh after she would be done bartending she would go and start a paper route and do that until like five in the morning then come sleep for a little bit get us to school a little bit late most of the time mm -hmm. <laughs> but and then she had a landscaping company Dang, where she would she cut crushed it. yeah she crushed she didn't sleep but oh. she crushed wow and so um it was kind of like five of us that were like lord of the flies but <laughs> like <laughs> no really like my older sister uh she was babysitting us at probably age 10 and back then it wasn't a big deal, but, but Liz could cook, uh, like a whole roast chicken at like age 10. Dang. And yeah, she had a, like a 10 year old had a signature dish. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was pretty good. Go Liz. But it was just us all the time. And then, um, because, uh, Anita had so like so many jobs and like her landscape company, she had keys and, uh, that's how we knew like it was time to like, Oh shit, go to bed or like, Oh shit, clean up or like you know, look <laughs> busy. You Cause you them. could hear the, the keys. Jingle. You hear like a door and then jingle, jingle, jingle. Oh, kind of like an ET Scatter. when the bad guy's coming. Mm. Run. the keys. Get fucking yeah. get to bed. Totally. That was it. But, um, but it was good. I mean, we were, we were pretty, pretty poor for all of her hard work, but, um, we had a lot of fun. I hey, mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. They had fun in the Lord of the Flies. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. 
maybe yeah, till did. the end it i don't know awful like the the lord of the flies yeah because i was yeah. fat kid they made fun of me too a lot oh, from, yeah i'm sorry yeah, bringing that shit up sorry bringing it up hey i'm sorry got body body image problems sorry i'm gonna not do that ever again take a breath <laughs> <laughs> you actually brought up lord of the flies I did. to be fair i did I did. Okay. It's probably Freudian or somewhere in there. Right, right, right. But so so what happens after, you know, like, is this all the way through high school? Yeah. I mean, pretty much like mom, mom worked her ass off. And like, even my sister, I, I like it, my older sister was like babysitting kids from like the people that would hang out at the bar <laughs> at my mom's bar. They'd need babysitters to watch their kids. And yeah. so those kids would come over and stay. And I remember, like, Liz didn't mess around either. Like, if uh, they would leave, you know, bring their kid over for babysitting and then they would go home because they were drunk and not pick up their kid, <laughs> that she was charging overtime. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'd come to pick up their kid in the morning. She'd be like, great. Let's see. That was 12 hours at Dang. this rate. Yeah. She, like, bought her own car, like, outright with cash wow. at, like, age 16. Get it. It was, uh, yeah amazing yeah bunch of hustlers yeah how'd you do in high school me in high school yeah I was like I was uh I was never like an A student or I was I was like a solid B student like because I could I I take tests really well but I could not focus on homework um if I was in class I could do it but like as soon as I was out I was like no I I need to play guitar and smoke pot and like party so you did drugs you did drugs I already said I did drugs. <laughs> I didn't do anything, anything like serious. We had, um, it was just like pot and, and alcohol and you smoked hallucinogenics the pot. <laughs> and, and hallucinogenics and stuff like that. That's all. What kind of hallucinogenics? <laughs> oh my gosh. Are we going to, yeah, let's get into it. Let's like, like LSD and ecstasy and okay. mushrooms, mushrooms and stuff. All the normal kids stuff. That's good stuff. Normal kids stuff. We yeah. used to, uh, smoke weed in, uh, my friend Summer's, uh, garage and we thought we were getting away with shit all the time. And of um, one day her dad walks into the garage and it's like seven of us just like baked out of our minds and, and he stops and we're like, <laughs> and we're waiting. We're like, we're going to, we're going to get in trouble. And he just looks at us and he goes, nothing heavier than Coke, you guys. And then walks wow. away. <laughs> we're just live by never, never, never went as far. I was like, but wow, I'm not sure that was like positive parenting yet. Mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> like heavier or like, is that the limit? I think it should be like the boundary. Yeah. But also I wouldn't recommend any kids do drugs Mm-mm. until age 26. Oh, that's the, no, that's when your brain's done. Forming. That's when your brain's done forming. <laughs> I don't know if there's actual studies. I think I heard it somewhere. It's probably not, that's not probably accurate not. or correct either. Probably not. But yeah. All right. So, so yeah, no, we partied. I, I didn't party. go super crazy though, because Anita was one of those moms that was that, uh, uh, if you were at home, you could have like a beer drink and stuff. And so, so long as she knew where you were and you were safe. Yeah. Like, so our house was, was kind of that safe haven for our friends that could have a beer and right. not be crazy and weird and so by the time I was going to parties uh, I didn't have like the binge drinking thing I could have a couple beers and go home and not, not get freak trouble. out on it yeah I didn't yeah. I, I don't think I ever got in any trouble really I used to sneak out <laughs> and I got I got caught my so my parents bought a motion detector <laughs> and they set it up after I 
I don't know if it was after I went out one night or something. Mm-hmm. So I didn't set it off. Something yeah. else set it off. Like like something fell or something mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. So they got up and I'm not there. And they waited up for me. Oh, no. I think I waltzed in at like 7 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, my parents were pissed. That never happened to me. Oh, they no. were so pissed. Oh, I would man. get like grounded for like the whole summer. Like I was, oh. I mean... You'd have to like, yeah, my mom, bars didn't close until 2 a.m. So we were like, we, we Oh, could, so you were on, you yeah. know, this is Wild West. It was, yeah, it was the Wild West <laughs> if we wanted it to See, be. See, my parents yeah. were home. They yeah. were like, I was supposed to be home at like 10 on a weekday. Oh, we had curfews, I mean. Yeah, I had to be home at midnight on the weekend. But that was just when all the fun started happening. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. But my mom was always like, nothing good ever happens after midnight and i'm like well in your world maybe yeah <laughs> no we would like i we would i think like we would we would leave and go to vegas sometimes on the weekend Dang. just like hang out come how back. old 17 i don't know the hell is good in vegas if you're not 21 nothing nothing yeah, at like, all well sounds... you can i mean nobody stops you from like yeah, I guess so. Man, this is going to be one of those podcasts where I'm like, I do not want my, I'm not letting, I'm not letting Aurora hear it. I'm not, <laughs> Aurora but, and Wyatt, this is off limits. Yeah, this is private, private. <laughs> well, let's but, get into that. Like yeah. getting it like outside of um, high school, like so college dropout. No, yeah. Actually, um, I in, I, th- I like kept wanting to go to to college like I thought that was a thing and um in my family like you know I think my sister was the first one to graduate high school and so it just wasn't really a thing that we could afford or understand like to get loans and things like that and so it was like uh, you would go to community college or like all my uncles work construction which is rad you know they all made really good money and um I don't know. I, um, but, but somewhere around like my junior year I had, and I was actually, uh, she just passed away a week ago, but, um, my teacher. So one of my my favorite teachers, yeah, Miss Lucky, um, she passed away a week ago and she was just, she was fucking rad. Like from my freshman year on, like she was like school mom and, um, and not like school mom, like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like she was just super supportive and just like, always there to like pump kids up and um but was like very realistic and she was the one that would let us know our rights like hey here's this keep your keep a a bill of rights in your back pocket and (laughs) you know you ever get in trouble with the cops like pull it it out and start reading like (laughs) and just like know you know know your rights and um in like junior high or uh, not junior junior year like towards the end of the at the end of the year when everyone starts like um applying for colleges or like taking the SATs and stuff she kind of walks around the class and and um telling everyone like hey uh you know you uh some some of you guys will go to college and some of you guys won't and we talked about this on another episode but she looked at me and was just like and some of you should not go to college (laughs) and I was like what and I like or will not go to college like what is it what? and I have ADHD I wasn't really listening I was like I think she just told me like she's challenging me to go to school <laughs> and uh and so I kept trying and I'd go to I went to like Palomar like community college and America I, I literally didn't stop going to college until I think I was 31 and uh bing 
So you didn't really drop out then. If you went to college no, for I that faded long. Away. No, 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 no. I would like take two classes in like for a semester. And I remember when I figured out it was time to quit, like <laughs> I, I took a math class and it was literally like high school algebra because I needed it to like, okay, well, if you're going to like do this, you have to catch up before you can actually get credits towards a two year degree. And um, I get in the classroom and it's, it's high school algebra and I'm sitting somewhere in the middle so that, you know, I'm not like the so old guy, <laughs> the old guy. Answers. No, I've never cheated. I would never <laughs> cheat. And uh, I, they're doing roll on the first day, and I just hear uh, Ray Ream, Ray Ream, and I'm like, uh oh, and I'm like, what? Ray Ream from from E76 from from uh, the the local ska band E76. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> She's like, I went to high school with you, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, my uh, my college teacher, was, I went to high school with her. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, never felt more shame ever in my life. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but you were there. You yeah. were doing it. Oh, I did terrible too. And like, I'm, I have a feeling, I'm not going to say because I'm sure she does her job really well, but I don't think I should have passed that class even anyways. Well, you did. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to that. Good job. <laughs> She's like, thanks for telling everybody I was maybe cool in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and now I'm 30 in community college Damn. taking high school math. That's okay. That's what happens. Don't be cool in high school. Don't be cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So how did you get to where you Jeez, are now? what I'm doing now? Yeah. If you um, didn't graduate high school, and I'm assuming the job that you have requires some sort of technical aptitude yes yeah um i wasn't i'm like i'm an idiot but i'm not like an idiot idiot like i'm an idiot in social ways yeah Yeah. i'm an idiot in social ways but i there's something um i just always like took shit apart and like put it back together when i was a kid and um and i would always apply for jobs that i wasn't qualified for (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One of them's gonna land. Yeah, yeah. You just keep going. No, I um I worked a little bit at uh, just as a sales rep, uh, like uh, at the Gemological Institute, and uh, as like a temp, and had this job where I was selling microscopes, and somehow that carried over on my resume to make people think that I knew what I was doing, and um, I was like twenty one and uh, went on a job interview at this uh, company that was looking for a salesperson. And I went in and it was um, like knobs and dials, like uh, which I thought, you know, for like your stereo, for a guitar amplifier. And uh, I go in there and, and I'm talking to the owner of the company and he actually, he, uh, he didn't have a college degree. And so, you know, I kind of led with that, like, cause I learned that people would want that and I'd get through a complete interview and they'd be like, you didn't go to college, you're not getting the job. And so I would kind of lead with like, hey, I'm not stupid, but I don't have a degree. If you want that, like we can just stop right now. And he was like, what? No, man, like that's awesome. I don't have a degree. Like I was just, I was in the Marine Corps and I figured out my way and and uh, he thought that was cool. And, um, and so we go through the whole interview and takes me like walking through the warehouse and, uh, 
and I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, that's where we assemble stuff. This is where we like, you know, ship and, and pack stuff. And then this room over here, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the amplifier room. And I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. You know, like I'm a musician. This is gonna be great. Let's tell like all these audio knobs for like guitar amplifiers, There's a room full of guitar amplifiers. It's going to be fucking awesome. And, uh, walks me in and there's literally like a wall of amplifiers and guitars. I'm like, this is fucking great. You know, I'm going to go here and I'm going to like work with like all these cool people in the music industry and everybody, all of my friends are working for like skate companies, surf companies, or they're tattoo artists and like doing something cool. I'm like, finally, I get to do something cool. And so we walk back upstairs to finish the interview and I look him in the eye and I'm like, listen, man, you need to hire me. I'm the only person that's going to like kick ass at this job and you've got nothing to lose. Like if I suck, fire me, but I want this job. I want this bad because I want to work and music it's gonna be great and so he calls me literally two hours later and he's like you want to start on monday i'm like yes i do (laughs) and i was so pumped and i uh go into work on monday and he shows me my office i'm like i have an office (sighs) 21 years old look at me and they start handing me catalogs i'm like what is this He's like, yeah, you got to like read up on, on the stuff so you can learn and sell it. And I'm like, what is this? Where's a, where's a guitar amplifiers? And he's like, oh no, those guys just rent space from us. Oh my God. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Wait, what? Wow. And like you said, like we have like, you know, the knobs and, and, and just like the guitar amplifiers. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just like that. <laughs> but not that. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding wow. me, man. And so I like sat down took a couple breaths how long breaths. did you last there 10 years oh okay <laughs> 10 years i had to pay rent i had yeah. to pay rent All right. Never mind. and uh yeah no i like i didn't know what to do and so i got this job that you know wasn't really in a position where i was like high in demand and so i would take phone calls from people that i had no idea what i was talking about and everything sounded dirty too like it was you know potentiometers and sensors with shafts and rods and i was like (laughs) i was like (laughs) and so i would go over and uh, anytime i would get a phone call i would send it over to the uh, electrical engineer amar uh the most like amazing guy that seemed like he was really grumpy but but really wasn't he was from uh algeria and he just had like this this like calm cold um sense of humor where you thought he was just fucking pissed at you and but he was just right but anyway so i would let him take all those sales calls and i would just sit there and take notes until i learned the right questions to ask and that's kind of like i did that for 10 years just knew what to ask people and that's kind of where i'm at actually I just know the right questions to ask to help somebody. I, don't, yeah. I couldn't like engineer anything myself. <laughs> well, you can do a couple too. So when I try and tell people, I'm like, I have this really cool job where I get to work with like, you know, aerospace engineers and robotics engineers and, and people that are changing the planet, but I am not supposed to be not one of those touching people. Any yeah. of this I am stuff. the dumbest person in every room that I'm in. Oh, so I'm, well, like tell us how you got to that. Cause you're not at the other job anymore. No, no. So the, the company culture there wasn't, wasn't that awesome. Like, um, like really not that awesome. Like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but it like, there was like a lot of sexism and like it was it was like the wild west in there too like people would make racist comments and think that shit was funny or like um the the one of the main owners of the company like it was just like 
anybody that was coming in to do business like he was just trying to sleep with them it seemed like um but he and it was like it was a double-edged thing because he'd be really nice to you and then at the same time be really shitty and he'd be like there's this dichotomy of like wow that guy like really takes care of his employees and then wow that guy really treats people like shit and so mm-hmm. after a while it just weighs on you and you're like i don't like me here i can't believe you were there for 10 years i well so that's that's kind of what happened is i was there for a long time and i would always try and like get another job but i didn't have a college degree right. so i couldn't i couldn't leave so it was like these handcuffs of i'm getting really really i'm, I'm getting paid really well for my education where was the leap huh where was the leap yeah um actually it was uh right around when obama was elected um and uh the healthcare thing Mm -hmm. uh came about the majority owner realized that it was less expensive for him to pay the penalties than to insure his employees anymore wow and or not in his employees rather but their family and their spouses right (laughs) and so which to me for that I just had my daughter and so it was like a thousand dollar pay cut essentially because I'd have to come out of pocket and uh they didn't think I'd leave and I left and Mm. so I took an outside sales position and was on the road all the time and uh lost like 30 pounds was amazing not sitting in in a desk (laughs) but uh but um it was grueling. It was, uh, it was really bad. And then I, uh, got in a car accident and that was actually the real leap was I couldn't drive and I was an outside sales rep. And so I had to figure out how, like, how am I going to make money? And the company that I worked for was nice enough to be like, well, you know, find something to sell. (laughs) And if you can do it from home, like we're cool, we'll still pay you. Like, let's figure it out. And, uh, I started reaching out to different companies and I found a company in Canada that um, was like, no, we don't want you to sell for them. You can just work for us remotely. And uh, I did that for about a year and uh, didn't didn't end up working out. But um, I got in my head, I was like, wait, I can work from home? And this is in like 2000 and 2012, something like that. Yeah, 2012. And not many people were working from home. And, uh, you know, or two, 2013 rather. And I got to hang out with my daughter, like, and work and, you know, like, kind of, like, dictate my own schedule, like, and then when that didn't work out, I had to go get a real job again. <laughs> and and I remember just having somebody over my back all the time, like, when's your next meeting? What are you scheduled on? Let's see your schedule for the next two weeks and blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. And so then I just started sending my resume overseas and, uh found um these great guys in amsterdam that wanted to partner in a business in the u.s and been doing that ever since so yeah and how long have you been with them (sighs) about what since 2015 so seven years yeah seven years yeah and they're just freaking great guys yeah they're like they're rad they even try and dose me every now and then but i'm like too too quick (laughs) wow wow that's that's teamwork mm-hmm. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work yeah i gotta say uh, yeah i gotta say hi Derek tice the yeah. best looking people i've ever worked for wow i have to say that's yeah. that makes it nice yeah amsterdam <laughs> yeah they're like i i they're probably like amsterdam 10s also which is like a usa 20 hmm. interesting just good looking over there okay we like that 
Yeah. So that's what you're doing now. Yeah. And what made you want to start a podcast? Because I'm stupid. Um, because uh, I just want to help one person, Paula. If I can only help, if it one only works person, for one person. If I'm it just quitting. Works for one person. Wow. Then I'm done. Can't uh, no, no. Throwing that back <laughs> in my face. <laughs> no, I literally just want to want to try and inspire other people to do something. If you feel dead inside at your job and it's killing you, like just know that there's other ways to pay the bills. Like that you, you may not be rich with money, but you might be rich with time or maybe your spirit is better or like just anything. Like if something sucks, fucking quit. Look at me. Yeah. Quit. And find good looking Amsterdam yeah. people. Just, just go find good <laughs> what, looking what people in the you... Netherlands to work with. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's just so simple. That's all you need. It's dead simple. Yeah. Find a random person overseas. Right. That Send wants, yeah. your resume. Resume? Resume. Yeah. Send your resume overseas mm-hmm. and life will be good. That's it. It's so That's easy. All. It's That's so it. easy. Yeah. So, no, work your ass off. <laughs> right. Of course. Um, so what else, like, what else, you know, keeps oh. you going on the daily? On the daily? Just With, caffeine. You know, caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, caffeine. Your kids, kids, your wife. Yeah. Hi, Kim. Um, it's, yeah. I don't, I, I mean... I think that's the thing is like, like when you have a normal nine to five, which you never had a normal nine to five, did you? I did. Um, I worked so, okay. My first job was uh-huh. a sub shop. Yes. Yeah. Sandwiches. Yeah. And we had to wear these hideous Tommy Hilfiger shirts and they had like these, like, it was like all the flags of the world on it. Yes. And the owners like, the one owner, like, he hated me. He, like, hated me. And I was, I don't I think I was, I don't know, maybe 19. Yeah. And I remember I got pulled over in front of work. <laughs> and I had a warrant. Would you wait? What the fuck, <laughs> this is I great. Was stupid. What did you have a warrant for? I don't for? honestly remember what this it was turning for. In, this is going back to the only Paula podcast. This <laughs> is fucking great. I don't honestly remember what it was even for to this day because I yeah. I had gotten in so much trouble, and I just I guess I didn't show up for court for one of <laughs> these things. Dead. Like this I got a bad. bunch of MIPs, like minor impossessions. Okay. And, um, stupid shit like that. So I blame Josh. This was pre, 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 pre Josh. I mean, I knew him, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I blame Josh. I do. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. And (laughs) I get pulled over and they cuff me and stuff me. (laughs) And (laughs) stuff you? Why does it? Took me, took me to jail. My mom was pissed. She like, She's like, I'm going to Oh, does that mean like stuff there. you in the car? I thought yeah. it was like something else. I was like, why does everything have to get all Wow, away? dude. Why you have to go that route, <laughs> right? Apparently. Jeez. I was used to the last podcast. Cheese Talk a lot rice. about dicks, dude. No, not in this okay. one. No, but um, so yeah, that was fun. And um, I remember coming back to work and they were just <laughs> like, wow, welcome back, jailbird. How like, come you just, didn't like, I would have walked in and be like, yeah, I fucking killed somebody. You know, because I, I wouldn't be out. Meat slicer. Because I wouldn't be yeah. out the next day. I couldn't find the yeah. body. No, well, you know. This but is great. Yeah, I had jumped. They, they they put me in the full suit, too. Yeah. 
I had like the the for what, possession. What yeah, like like the I had some flippy floppies and I had like the full outfit. This is great. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was my first job, and then I did Just being a criminal. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, Which one? Totally. Um, but I worked a lot of like retail. I managed. Uh, I was like a assistant manager at an art store. Okay. Um, I worked at Buffalo Exchange. I oh, worked okay. at Urban Outfitters. Oh, I was such an idiot. God, you're such a judgy, judgy pants. No, that's where you get. I was, that's the Buffalo Exchange like thing. Mm, yeah, I got lucky to work there. A, I was an idiot. Should, do, is Buffalo Exchange isn't like a national thing. It's like thrift, thrift vintage. Like you take your shit yeah. in there, they give you fucking dirty looks. Like, oh, you think this is something well, we want to buy? I mean, I do remember that. Like working there, it was like it was snob, <laughs> snob, snobville for sure. <laughs> You know, yeah. like we're looking he, for Wranglers, not rustler jeans. Get out yeah, of here. Get the fuck out. Nobody wears Husky except for Ray. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm surrounded by criminals. Um, yeah. And, and then my, my parents, my mom and my stepdad actually opened a restaurant and I worked there for a little while while I was, um, apprenticing and also, uh, had another job too. So it was fun. Did, was it fun? No, I'm being, okay. I'm being like, facetious. <laughs> but I'm I, being I think facetious. everybody should have to, uh, at some point, have to work in a restaurant. Oh, I 100% so you, agree with you because yeah. I don't think you understand at all. If, yeah. if you've never worked in the service industry, you're... Uh, I, yeah. I tip well even if I get yeah. shit service. Yeah. Just because... Because I know that people rely yeah. on that. Like you get n- like nothing for a wage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, it's all about tips. No. And it's like in after. And learning to be like oh. courteous and nice. Speaking yeah. of courteous. We're yeah. going to get into that We're going to get into that. Well, yeah, I'm surrounded by criminals. <laughs> so we'll talk about my, my, my father. Mm-hmm. My father in a moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you have to work in in a restaurant at some point. Like, because ha- there's, there's few jobs where you can drink the whole time. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Just kidding. No, but I, 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 I probably I, I used to work two days a week. Um, um, I'll put in quotes managing because anybody that worked with me knows that I was not a manager. But I was like, I did the I did the books at the end of the day. But um, I I never got mad at like shitty people at the tables because I would look like if I would get somebody that was like grumpy or messy or like angry. Like they were getting a free fucking dessert because they're obviously like, didn't they didn't want to cook. They didn't want to clean up after themselves. And maybe like, you know, like if they were a shitty tipper, like they probably had like no money, you know? And it was like that one day, like yeah. they were just like, I'm just, I just need somebody else to cook for me and right. like somebody else to hand me my food. And I want to walk away from the mess yeah. and just like, do that and uh and so i don't know i just call it smiling and walking in a circle yeah do you want to hear what my worst tip was that i got (laughs) yeah as a server yeah so i like had been serving this like younger couple like and i was like i I don't remember doing anything (laughs) wrong like at all like i was like super nice i had like nothing was late i had everything they wanted and (laughs) everything they wanted everything all the foods all the good foods and I went to go pick up the bill after they left and I opened it up and I'm like it's just like writing and I was like oh Oh, and it's like 
It rubs the lotion on its skin, <laughs> or else it gets <laughs> the hose I'm again. Have to edit the audio of my <laughs> laugh down so bad. It puts the lotion on its skin. That's was my tip. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I was like, what the. Yeah, like, it, and I was like, it's <laughs> clearly haunted me. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I'd but, be like looking over my shoulder. Right. But I was just like, also like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like, it's amazing. You, I mean, also like, I wonder if the chick knew that the dude did that. Like, I mm-hmm. wonder if they like had a good laugh about it yeah. or maybe dude was just a total like piece of shit and yeah. she thought he, cause he probably paid yeah, and then like tips. Like so a broke ass or something. I don't know. I think he was just a dick. That's wild. That's yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of dicking, uh, I got yeah, dicked. Yeah, you got dicked for sure. <laughs> I remember one night because uh, it I it was at the Hill Street and Oceanside is where where I used to work, and uh, you, like you really can't judge a book by its cover. Like when you have somebody at a table, I had two tables that night, and I would just sit over at the register like by the espresso machine and just drink coffee all night or beer because it was right next to the kicker and empty but uh i had this dude came in and i swear he i just thought he was like i thought he was browned out like on heroin because he would just he was just falling asleep and he like ordered like three meals and i'm like oh, fuck this guy's gonna bail for sure. Yeah. And and then on the other side, like it was kind of a loop and it's this old Victorian house. So there was like yeah. uh, a patio that was enclosed. And so you kind of see through windows that were, uh, you could keep track of the whole restaurant. So I'd look over and I had this other woman who was just so nice and sweet. And she, you know, ordered like uh, a bottle of wine and then another bottle of wine so that she could take it home now oh, to okay. take home. So she was like sipping on her bottle of wine and uh, just, you know, like had a, had a latte and, and uh, her salmon. And wine. Oh, she was just like, okay. you know, just, I was, she's enjoying herself, yeah, you know, she's, she's really nice. And I keep watching dude. That's just like super high, like putting, shoving all this food. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm probably gonna have to carry him out. You know, like this is so fucked. And so everybody finishes their meal and I'm closing up and dude, dude leaves me like a $50 tip. He's just like, man, thank you so much. I've just been working my ass off and I'm Aww. so tired. You're and just I'm like, judging oh, man. him. Like, oh, he must yeah, be a heroin addict. And I go to walk around to the other table and she fucking bailed. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. She took her wine and her dinner and just bailed. Did oh, not pay, did not do anything. And wow. I was like, man. I'm a judgy motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Damn. Yeah. But he tipped for both of them, but the restaurant didn't get the money. Damn. Yeah. That was a bummer. Sorry, Dan. It's probably my fault. So you're, so that woman was probably. She dished me. She's dying and dad. She's probably. She's probably dating your dad. <laughs> my dad. Okay. Let's get back to it. We want to talk about it. Let's talk about the Curtis band. Let's I want to tell, tell the story. So my father. My father was born a wealthy white child in Del Mar. And um, uh, Larry was, um, if any, basically from what I've heard, because I didn't know him, I, I think uh, he was gone by the time I was, I was five, I think was last time I saw him in person. But um, he had a heroin problem. And it was, you know, through even when my sister was born and my mom was finally like, you're out of here. But like Larry was a very talented and from what I get, like a nice guy. He just had a drug problem. And um, he literally was like, he was, 
he was a, he was an athlete. He was a he was a baseball player. He was, um, if I understand the story right, he was he was drafted to the Padres after high school, like immediately mm. after high school, but he could never pee clean. <laughs> he couldn't pass a drug test, no. and so they gave him a season to recover and or to you know like to clean up. And he was just like, they need me. Like, I've, I've got, I've got this in the bag. Like, they're just kidding. They're just wow. bullshitting. And, um, and they didn't want him. Yeah. And, uh, and so he uh, continued to do drugs. Uh, like at a certain point, like I, you know, like he even like kidnapped me and my sister for money, and and like just went down this really wow. bad like like train of of everything, and it led to him robbing banks. And, um, which depressingly is the coolest thing as a kid who doesn't have a dad to talk about in class though. <laughs> and so my, my dad had robbed 12 banks. With 12 tw- banks? <laughs> 12 banks. The first time, first time he robbed 12 banks with a squirt, with a squirt gun in his pocket. And, um, and he didn't get caught the 12, 12 times? No, not until after. And, what the? um, yeah. Wait, what year was this? <sighs> Um, like before people had phones and cameras. This would have been like the late 80s, early 90s. So wow. there were, I mean, there were video cameras, but not like, and, and Probably so, so grainy, like you couldn't <laughs> yeah, see anything. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is cool. Not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> don't rob banks. Um, don't. Well, actually really don't. Like he did not make, like you didn't make it. I, I, so how much money did he get? Y- you would only get like a few grand a pop. Oh, because like, whatever you have the to teller go in the had? safe. Yeah, it's like right. whatever's in the drawer. Right. And and in the drawers, like, they still like put in that like paint one oh. that you see. Like that's that happens. But he was uh, he was really nice. <laughs> he was a really nice bandit. He was a very bandit. so he Larry. would Larry Good Larry would Larry. slip a note that said, "Hey, I'm really sorry." Because he was down and out, you know, like he just needed to get drugs or probably pay somebody for drugs and so right. there'd be a note that he would slip in that said like hey I'm really sorry but you know empty whatever's in your drawer and I'll just walk out you know and I'm really sorry if you're scared you don't need to be scared but you better do it <laughs> like essentially I got and, a squirt gun yeah, in my pocket I got a squirt gun in my pocket which you know sounds dirty but it was <laughs> don't bring it back but uh so that was it and like he got away with it like for a while so how did he get caught um i i think it was just video cameras eventually and and i'm sure that that somebody saw him leaving in certain cars i think there was a getaway car um was he alone in this process uh for some of it for some of it and then he would rob banks with other people um and uh he went to jail for a long time. Uh, I'd still get like letters and stuff. Uh, I think the last time I saw him, he was, he was running from the police and he had like, my mom was working and, um, he came to our house, our apartment and gave us like me and my sister some toys or something like that. And like said, Hey, I, you know, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Where's the cash dad? Yeah. Oh Where's yeah. The cash. I don't want the toys. Wasn't that much. Let me tell you, <laughs> was not that much. Um, so how many banks in total? Um, I can't say I, he, there was a second time. So he went to jail for a while for that. And then he got out and was living in Colorado and, uh, found Jesus. Cause that's where Jesus is, is he, in jail. He's, oh, he's not in Colorado. And, oh, in jail. Oh. And, in yeah, he found <laughs> Jesus, got out, lived in Colorado okay. because that's where the penitentiary was. Uh, penitentiary, uh, penit- penning. See, <laughs> 
it's always dicks. Uh, and so that's where it was. And so he lived in Colorado for a while and um, stayed clean for a bit and went out one night and was like, I could drink some beers and got in a car accident. And from there, it's like he broke parole. So he knew he was going back to prison. So he was like, fuck this, I'm gone and started driving. And uh, at that point, he was heading towards California and kind of told somebody I don't know what it was that he was going to come and get me and my sister and so uh like and how old were you at this point I don't know early teens maybe Mm. early yeah early early and so for a good portion of like uh my childhood like we were unlisted like our address had to be unlisted and like phone numbers unlisted and stuff like that I don't know how that works now but yeah nobody but has like, phone books yeah anymore. like even at, at one point like the fbi like came to our house like looking for him and Dang. so like we would get picked up from school and like we had to be like handled to like That's come crazy. over and stuff that was nuts and so he started robbing banks again but at this point with like real automatic weapons and stuff like that like wow. crazy shit not so courteous i That's would say the courteous <laughs> is no more but um at a certain point so then he uh We'll call him Aggressive Larry. Yeah, Aggressive Larry now. (laughs) And uh, so Larry went back to jail. And uh, he got out again when I was about 20, about 20 years old. And um, then I think I talked to him once more. And at that point, I was like, oh, my dad, like, um, you know, he kind of owes me. So I'm going to be an asshole to him. And he was pretty apologetic, but not like you know, not really taking ownership of, of anything. And so I was like, man, man, man. And I didn't really talk to him. And, uh, one day he, he overdosed mm. and yeah, super bummer. But when uh, was, when he got out? Yeah. It was when yeah. he got out. And, but I, what, what kind of really happened was like people are, people who do drugs and heroin, like aren't really like not doing heroin in prison. Like you still get, you can still get drugs. It's right. just not, like super clean or whatever and so what probably happened was he like oh so he od's in no no outside prison but he probably took the same dose got it of uh heroin and it was pure or more more than uh more than what he was used to right so or maybe he was clean in there for a while and then when he got out yeah yeah took too much and so yeah it was kind of sad that sucks and how old was he he was 39 Right, wow. 39 or 40? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Sad. He's I'm older than him. I beat him. Wow. <laughs> I won. Hmm. No. But uh That's a shame. Yeah, it's a bummer. But I when he but when he died though, we got I, I got all of his his belongings, which which isn't much, and um Was there a squirt gun? No I fucking <laughs> wish there was a squirt oh my gosh, that would have been like the funniest thing to find. Oh uh no, there wasn't a squirt gun, but there was his FBI file. Oh. And the FBI file reads like uh, it's the interrogation of like, you know, him, like when they're talking about like, hey, did you know, who do you recognize in this picture? And he's like, I don't know. It could be me. It could be not. And it's like <laughs> and and it's funny because for a person that I didn't know, like you can read it and and it's like very similar personality to mine, to <laughs> my own. If you like were not scared of the FBI. Right. <laughs> but. Yeah, very interesting. That's an interesting story. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. But we, sh- we did share a joke, though. What? It was uh, He died right before 9-11, and his funeral was right after. And um, went to pick him up with my sister, like went to his funeral in, in Colorado. 
and uh, this is the funeral was right after 9-11 and we were walking back and I had uh, dad in my backpack and uh, that's so weird <laughs> it is weird that's I, I was know, like I, I went to pick him do. up I'm like what are you talking his about his ashes so I have yeah, his ashes I figured that out walking. she said he was in your backpack <laughs> a dad in my backpack <laughs> the story gets better like, uh, but uh, we like walk back we're walking through the airport and coming back and uh, get through security and my bag goes down the conveyor and then out of nowhere like me and my sister are surrounded by like you know all these like uh you know, like, uh, security, security, like airport security, yeah. but like with like, you know, like assault rifles, because at that point, like it was super high, like, um, Your dad high alert. Heroin <laughs> stashed yeah. in yeah, his ashes. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Maybe a drug sniffing dog smelled his ashes. <laughs> no, they thought he was plastic explosives in my backpack. It wow. was crazy. Yeah. And so we were stuck there no one would talk to us. Like we were just surrounded and like stuck and like surrounded by people and this is you and Liz me and Liz yeah oh my god and no one would talk to us and then all of a sudden a dude comes walking through like it's like like parts over and walking through holding the backpack like looking really like oh we're so sorry <laughs> like we're so sorry son. like I'm sorry here's it's your, your dad's father. ashes yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the um fuck? hey buddy here's your dad in here's your backpack somebody in here I don't know <laughs> so sorry yeah so like here we go they literally had to wake up like the dude that owned the crematorium or something like that to verify Wow. On a Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Crazy shit. Dad got you this one is, last time. <laughs> oh, no. He got me again oh. after that. We, uh, me and my sister went to uh, dump his ashes. I won't say when or where, but uh, but it was completely legal and we totally had a permit. Yeah, totally. And, and so uh, we were in a rush to do it and off, uh, off of a cliff and uh, it was just like in the Big Lebowski, like we poured it. <laughs> and just came back at you yeah you start realizing why people like when they go hang gliding they jump off a cliff and it's because there's this up draft mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. air yeah and you no one's quite figured that out yet with the ashes yeah you don't you no don't one. see the updraft of air off a cliff until you pour human mm -hmm. remains over it and yeah. it comes up and then you're like i have dad in my mouth i ate my dad <laughs> <laughs> that's nice yeah wow Thanks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my last taste of Larry. Fucking Larry. <laughs> Fucking Larry, man. Yeah. And that is oh it. Oh, my God. So there's the dad story. We got wow. that one out of there. Good job. Knocked it out of so the park. So didn't you run for city council? Yes. As a... <laughs> <laughs> as i come from a long line of criminals mm -hmm. i i did run i right isn't I, that the uh, next step yeah that's the politics? next logical step so my father was a bank robber and i was like hmm mm -hmm. politics yeah sounds yeah, good i did i ran for office in uh oceanside because uh also other things that you don't need a college degree to do is government interesting yeah mm -hmm. wow yeah. and so i was uh actually uh I was asked by a group, uh, an animal rights group, to speak at a city council meeting because there was a puppy mill store in Oceanside. Ew. Yeah, it's fucked up. And, like, you don't mm -hmm. want that shit. And uh, the women that I knew were like, we go to this, uh, these city council meetings, and, and city council's mostly men, and they don't listen to us. They just, you know, ignore us. And we were wondering if you would go and talk because maybe they'll listen to a guy. And I'm like, well, that's fucked up, but yeah, I'll do it. And so I, like, wrote this, you know, speech where I felt, like, really, like, 
talking about economy and like, is this what you mm-hmm. want for our city and blah, 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 blah. And every time I talked about money, these people's eyes light it, lit up <laughs> and started looking at me. I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? Like, this is our man. No, no, <laughs> oh. no, no. It was just like the only time they would pay attention. I started like, they'd like look up and, uh, and I was like, this is fucked up. And I left and I had a friend that, uh, worked for the reader, uh, the San Diego reader. And, um, let's say this is Ken Layton. People don't like Ken. I like Ken. But um, people do like Ken, too. But also people don't like Ken. I love you, Ken. <laughs> Anyways, he, I was just like, dude, this is bullshit. And he's like, you should run. And I was like, dude, I will. <laughs> I'm like, wait, can I? And he's like, yeah, yeah, anybody can. <laughs> and, wow. And so within, like, I think like a couple weeks, I had uh, people calling me, like, is it true you're running for office? Blah, blah, blah. Like people in like the democratic party, which was the closest to my liberal socialist ass that like <laughs> would work. And, uh, and so I did, I like, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm running for city council. <laughs> I took pictures. I looked like a realtor, not say anything bad about realtors, but I looked like one. And, uh, did you have a picture on like a bench? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't like a phone number. No, but you should see my photos. Like, Can we see like, those someday? Yeah. I'll actually, I'm, we may even have to like post them. I'll, I'll post them. I'll post them this week when we do it. I what about it. You, with your little booties from your wedding? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's never seeing the light of day ever again, you piece of garbage. No never one likes mind. you. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <clears throat> Moving on. I had few choices <laughs> at that point. I'm sorry. There are things that I have done that are very culturally unaware <laughs> and I was misguided. Right. You were, and it's fine. If any of those ever surface, I am sorry. Do not <laughs> like end whatever career I have at that point. Like I am oh. sorry. Those are old tweets. They don't even They're know. Old tweets. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Everyone's curious. Anyways. Anyways well, Moving I definitely on. can't have a political career after, no. <laughs> after any of this, no matter what. But, That's okay. You don't want to have one. But I was actually <clears throat> super surprised at how, like, all of a sudden, like, things steamroll. And I'm like, yeah. I am no one. And I am running for office of the city. I mean, Oceanside's not small. It's like 180,000 people. And now all of a sudden, I'm going to, like, trailer parks and speaking and talking about my platform and, like, doing all this shit and pissing people off, too, because, sure. like what I found it was even in the small community of Oceanside and I'm going to sell a lot of people out right now cause fuck you. But <laughs> they, you know, like Republican party, Democrat party, like I will, I, I always lean left, but the, there's just fucked up people from the bottom all the way up. And I know like at a certain point I was like, am I a narcissist? Like what, a, you know, like, am I these people? because uh, what am I doing here like I came in like thinking I want to help but I'm like wondering like you know really questioning <laughs> like or, like I hope like do you turn into that or did they start that way and it was like they had their own plan and like they were like running a running a person to divert votes away from somebody else mm-hmm. and pressuring me to drop out because they're like no we had this plan of where like we're going to let this lady run and you she's going to come yeah, in here. Yeah, you weren't supposed to do this. You're not supposed to be here. You need to like go and, and campaign for this person and then like get your feet wet and like bang on doors and stuff. And you're not allowed to do that yet. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can. Like it's America. So if I want to run for office, I run for office. And people fucking hated me. And 
like the mayor of Oceanside of that at that time. His name was Jim Wood. Uh, I liked him before, <laughs> and later on I liked him again. But at that point, he he like sat me down in a restaurant. And he was like, "Listen, man, you need to drop out. I will make sure that the police unions, the fire unions, no one's going to give you money, and we will." destroy you and oh your family God. and like in the in the newspapers or whatever we'll find whatever we need to and we will destroy you and i looked at him and i was like cool try and he's like can you get no money i'm like i don't need your money and he got up and like stormed out of the restaurant and left and then um uh eventually i ran out of money <laughs> like campaign money and uh which was fine because I wasn't really good at asking people for money because you have to like beg people for like, listen, uh, this and do this. I'm like, I don't just sounds you know, awful. it's like I want people just to like agree with me and want to vote for me. But you can't like right. run a campaign like that. No. And so um, on, on the eve of like the election, um, I had who actually is the, the current mayor of Oceanside. She was she was really like pushing for me. And uh, and she was really, really hurt that I that I dropped out, and I felt really, really bad because. Well, if you we didn't had, have the money, I mean, it's not like you could help it. She was like, "We're gonna figure it out, and and you just need to like keep doing this." And I was like, "No, I can't." And, How long did uh, you run for? Um, <laughs> I kept uh, I I from the point I dropped my name it was probably like four months, I think, and then right up to the point where my name would be on the ballot mm -hmm. and then take away votes from somebody else you know yeah and i i withdrew and and didn't like finish and uh well at least you pissed a lot of people oh yeah right. well and what i did before i dropped out was <laughs> because now it's like the end game all the people that were talking shit and like sending emails about me i was like um i could use an apology right now <laughs> and uh and i got them too i got some like really nice apologies from from some candidates that ended up going on to being mm. in office you think they were sincere no no <laughs> chuck was not sincere and i'm saying didn't his you name. didn't you take somebody's parking spot or no something? i used to always so so after that he won he won and so i can't say it's because i dropped out but it's because I dropped out <laughs> and uh and uh so every now and then when I'd go downtown and I couldn't find parking I would park in his spot and send him a picture and say thanks Chuck <laughs> yeah I got I got your parking spot but you got my seat so oh, <laughs> we're cool damn uh, uh, well, that's fair yeah it's fair everybody made friends later I would see the mayor later and he was really nice to me you know he, they got their way look they got their way wasn't meant to be no wasn't meant to be no but um Let's let's um, let's wrap this up. It's getting. But old. Uh, what I want to know is, huh. where do, where do you go from here? What are your goals? Man. Say in the next five years, you know, with so, your current job. Yeah. So and I'm, yeah, podcast like. I yeah, I've I'm lucky to be in a place where you know very happy. I've got Kim. I've got my my two kids and while life is is super crazy you like, have me too I get, yeah i got paula amazing. i got paula sorry <clears throat> got the opp Whoop. um but yeah no i'm like just surrounded by a lot of positive people and that support me a lot and that is really really nice yeah had to cut a lot cut out a lot of shit well, but cut people off you guys you don't that's need okay them. i them think out. that's good i think people will fall out of your life that are that aren't supposed to be there and Friendships yeah. have seasons, and unfortunately, some things just die off, and yeah. you know, 
it, it is what it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate sometimes and sometimes it's a positive. Yeah. I guess my, my goal is to build my current business to kind of automate itself a little bit and work on its own. Um, I recently was able to hire some, somebody, uh, and, uh, Anthony who kicks ass and takes a lot of work, work off me and, um, awesome. And allows me to focus on like building like bigger things. And I have so many, so many fun ass projects, uh, for work that like, I can't even talk about. I wish that like, mm. I didn't have NDAs. I know uh, you have, I mean, you've told me some cool stuff. No, I haven't. I mean, no, you haven't. No, I haven't. Just kidding. Yeah. You've but, told me nothing. Yeah. But there's seriously, you guys, the robots are going to get crazy. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Crazy. Robot it's crazy. Stuff Not like fear for your life, but like, you'll be like, wow, that's really cool. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Some of it. Things can be cool. But yeah. And then I want to build this thing. This is it. This is yeah. fun. I like doing this. I like the ones where I don't talk a lot because what I'm realizing now is that like, oh, I'm like run out of air when I mm. talk that much. I thought I... So you're long-winded. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> is this one... I don't even know how long we've been going. Is it long? Oh, I beat you. I beat your podcast by 15 minutes. Is that minutes. surprising? No. Actually, what's surprising is that it's at one hour and not at two hours. Yeah, that is yeah. shocking. But we didn't talk about like what we do with other... I guess we didn't do that with you either. Like what? we didn't really get into like... How, you know, building your business and how you make it grow and like all this other shit. No, you know, we kind of didn't, but we can circle back. We can circle point. back. Maybe every season will like connect. A little update. You and I can talk. We'll do an update. <laughs> we'll do an update. So we'll do one podcast yeah. that's just us. My goal is just to keep doing this and keep and doing forth. that and then start another business and let somebody else run that. I don't, I don't know. I, I think some people like to retire and I think that like once you're doing and somebody else probably said this too. I'm not taking credit for this, but if you if you're doing what you want to do, then you're already kind of retired, you know? Like other people what they like everybody that I can even like remember that, you know, wasn't super wealthy when they retired, they found a job doing something they really like. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like I keep thinking about why not fucking start doing that and just do that your whole life. I know. I'm always like, when I retire, I want to open like a pet store or not a pet store. Sorry. A plant store Mm -hmm. that like you can bring your dogs. Yeah. But it also has like cool gifts and, and interior decor and stuff. And then I'm like, why am I not doing that right now? Well, that's how, that's how I want to, I want a coffee shop. I know a coffee oh, shop. Oh, and coffee make money. too. It's like yeah, plants, coffee, and and f- I already had this idea. Shit. No, I already had this idea. Well, too bad. No, no, I did. And like, but you have the furniture, and you sell the furniture. Yeah. Like, so the shit people are sitting on, hey, when they're drinking their coffee, it's got a price tag on it. And you're well, like, now we're telling hey, everyone. Fuck. Shit. That's our business plan. If anybody would like to invest. <laughs> Sounds good, right? It's good. It's um, good. So, anyways. That's it. That's it. That's Ray Reem. Yeah, that's it. In a nutshell. Yeah. Literal fucking nut case. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Thanks for tuning in.